listening to a live broadcast of Open Mic Friday. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, Law and Gospel, on this July the 31st in the year of our Lord, 2020. So tomorrow starts August. Wow, the year is really flying by. A few weeks ago, we were talking about BLM. BLM, what is that? Black Lives Matter. And I was giving some cautions toward the various stances that Black Lives Matter. Afterwards, I only got one negative letter, but it was from a pastor who thought I didn't know what I was talking about. And he was very angry with me. And so... I wanted to do as much study as I could on this matter in order to bring a better perspective. And what happened is one of our listeners was driving down the street, was going by a church which had a Black Lives Matter sign in front of the church. This listener then wrote this letter to this pastor, and he was a black pastor, and sent me a copy in the email of what had been written. And I think it has some really good points to help us understand BLM. Dear Pastor, My letter to you is concerning the Black Lives Matter sign in front of the church. Of course, Black Lives Matter. However, the sign implies the support of BLM Incorporated, BLM, Black Lives Matter, which is a global leftist Marxist political machine that cares little about improving U.S. black lives. BLM, Inc. supports the continued destruction and dismantlement of the nuclear family, which keeps fatherless households in poverty, often from dependency on government programs. Currently, Approximately 70% of black households have an absent father. BLM supports Planned Parenthood, through which 40% of U.S. aborted babies are black. 80% of Planned Parenthood clinics are in minority areas. BLM supports defunding the police, which leads to increased crime and murder in black neighborhoods. Many more blacks are victims of black-on-black violence than police violence on black, which lacks evidence of a systemic campaign of police intentionally targeting blacks for demise. Other agendas 
of BLM include decriminalization of prostitution, rape, and illicit drug offenses. BLM promotes activism on behalf of illegal immigrants, reparations for the U.S. history of slavery, collective ownership of private property, and espouses white guilt by purging whiteness and traditional family privilege from U.S. culture. BLM involves a global Marxist, anti-biblical Christian, anti-traditional family, and anti-capitalism agenda. It it foments hate and divisiveness. Defunding the police, dismantling the nuclear family, the continued promotion of killing black babies via abortion, and furthering dependency on government programs will not improve social injustice and quality of life. Many well-intended people want to support the black community. Supporting faith-based charities and services that uplift and empower black Americans is a much better way to make a difference. Mentorship programs, food banks, public health facilities, black-owned businesses, violence prevention programs, and educational initiatives help people make good choices and point them in the right direction. All this should be done while concurrently keeping Jesus as the necessary Savior and Redeemer of all people at the center of one's words and actions. Christian churches that truly believe black lives matter should teach the words of Jesus, love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew 7:12, Luke 6:31. And do unto others as you would want done to you. Matthew 22 37 to 39, Mark 1, 30 to 31. This is the true love that unites all people and is the only lasting hope for our nation. Words of Jesus would be a more loving, impactful, and truthful sign posted in front of the church. And the person signs it, yours in Christ, a neighbor in love. Now, I think this is a really good summary of the dangers of BLM. 
And where do you get this information from? There is what is called a computer. And you can Google BLM, Black Lives Matter. And you can ask, what is their stance on specific issues? And this letter really hits it on the head. Because they do support Planned Parenthood. And 80% of Planned Parenthood clinics are in minority areas. Why do you think that is? Because blacks end up putting to death more of their babies because they're really without help. That, that's why an organization, as we have in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, that we support, Lutherans for Life, there are large gatherings, for example, this year in Washington, D.C., and in Chicago, where Lutherans would march with those of other religious persuasions, but all in support of the pro-life movement. Part of the problem in a lot of people not understanding BLM properly is what was said in this email. I don't know of a Christian that who attends church, listens to sermons, understands law and gospel, who does not want to help those who are impoverished. And many of them are found in black communities. Uh, for example, I drive for Uber, but I understand I'm one of the few Uber drivers that are willing to crisscross areas of North St. Louis where there is much crime and shooting. I think I told you this. I had an individual who was black who was really a contractor that I picked up in North St. Louis, and he lived in, uh, I'm sorry, I picked him up in South St. Louis where he was working and took him home to North St. Louis. As I'm going through North St. Louis, he becomes angry with me. He says, driver, you're going too slow. Because I was making sure I kept the speed limit. I was looking at the signs, making sure I would hit his street and his house. I, I asked him, I don't understand. And he told me that there is shooting in this area particularly uh, against drivers going by. And he was somewhat afraid for his own life. If you would pick up the Post-Dispatch, they have crime sections every day. And I, I know there was this individual who climbed, I think it was a telephone pole or some kind of sign, and said he would stay up there until there was a day when nobody had been shot. Well, guess what? He finally came down. Not because there was a day when no one was shot, but he had been up there for so long, and it didn't look like 
you're going to have a day without someone being shot. Now, now why is this happening? I talked to other individuals, and years ago I drove yellow cab, and I was told that don't go into the Pruitt-Igo area. That was an area of large buildings holding hundreds of poor people, many of whom were only women with families. I, of course, kind of ignored that, and I went into those areas. Well, one day, I was dropping off uh, a woman uh, on the corner of one of these areas, and as she closed the door, I had had my windows open, and four young men, one of them put a gun through the passenger side window pointing towards me and told me not to move. Another one came around, uh, hit me in the face, and then, do you have any money? And I did have money, always had it in my upper shirt pocket. And he took that and also a change machine I had with quarters, dimes, nickels in it. And then they ran away. Fortunately, he did not shoot. And I went right to the police, which was good, because between the time I went to the police and was able to speak to them, another yellow cab got robbed. They put the word out. I never did hear if they ever caught those young men. But the fact of the matter, I'm sure, that they were fatherless. We had those kinds of families in my church of 28 years. And I was very proud of those mothers who would have two or more children without fathers. They brought them to church. They brought them to Sunday school. They brought them, and this is where we met many of them, vacation Bible school. We, we had a really big vacation Bible school and in teaching the children the message of Jesus Christ, this got back uh, to the mothers, and some of them joined. Now, we also did have families, black and white, who had fathers and mothers. I'm still to this day trying to remember an occasion when in those families any child was in trouble with the police. I can't remember any at all. The only ones in our area that got in trouble with the police were those who were allowed or just refused to come home when their mothers told them, stayed out late at night, broke into cars, etc. In In fact, there is a, a crime spree going on right now in St. Louis with people breaking into cars at night or just defacing cars. Black Lives Matter, now referred to as BLM. We as Christians should not be opposed to the idea that black lives matter. 
because we also believe brown lives matter, white lives matter. But all you have to do is pick up most daily newspapers and hear how the BLM is coming against and targeting white people, what they call whiteness. And they're espousing that white people should feel guilty for what's happening in these neighborhoods. No, fortunately, you can also find a number of very good black pastors who are against BLM. Now, they're not against Black Lives Matter, but they're against this organization. And even though this email gives a really good summary of what these folks really believe, most of the Googling you do, just ask BLM and what are their beliefs. And I think you'll be surprised. When I hear BLM, you know what other letters I think about? KKK. Well, what's that? The Ku Klux Klan. I have found that many people do not know the history of the Ku Klux Klan and why it became so popular in the South. Uh, take a look at most of the information about the beginning of the Ku Klux Klan. I'm going to read what I found on the Internet. The Civil War era slavery supporting Confederates were mainly solid South socially conservative Southern Democrats. The KKK was a Confederate faction that arose during Reconstruction and grew out of the Anti-Federalist Movement and the Democratic Party. I don't think a lot of people know that. I think that because many in the South have now turned to the Republican Party, many think the Ku Klux Klan is part of the Republican Party. And that's just not true originally. Now, many of these Democrats who were supportive of the KKK did switch, uh, particularly under President Johnson, and they became socially conservative trying to help out these individuals. But all you need to do is read how many of these political parties actually worked against helping these individuals. Because I remember when I was first a pastor, there was a policy that if you were a black family, you would get more money from the government depending on the number of children you had. And driving 
some of these women with their children around in yellow cab, I heard from them that they were having another baby because it was an increase in funding from the party. And I asked, well, where is your husband? Now, in those days, a number of them were married, but the husband often was not living with them. By the way, this was not only true in North St. Louis. If you went to the northeast area of St. Louis, closer to the Mississippi River, those houses and places housed poor white people. And many of them were in the same condition, mothers having children, without men living at home. Now, I don't know if you understand the lack of a father figure in a home. It can be done, as I saw in my congregation, with a number of black mothers bringing their children to church, raising them appropriately, but even though BLM did not exist at that time, I'm confident that they would have instructed their children not to get involved with these folks. It's not that somebody who thinks that Black Lives Matter is immediately to be considered as wrong. No, you can say Black Lives Matter I indicated in my Uber taxi, I had asked a number of blacks, when you say Black Lives Matter, how do you end it? Do you say Black Lives Matter also or Black Lives Matter only? I was really quite surprised. Of those individuals I asked, and I asked quite a number only three of them would answer. And their answers were Black Lives Matter also. But the rest refused to answer. And if you would walk into a BLM parade and have a sign, White Lives Matter, you would be asked to remove yourself from the parade. Because that's not what they're about. They're not about a biblical view that all lives matter. And in their particular work that they're doing, especially with support of Planned Parenthood, how can a black leader support Planned Parenthood when we know that 40% of aborted babies are black? And the pressure that occurs on a black woman who gets pregnant out of wedlock, the pressure from the parents you need to abort, the pressure from her boyfriend who won't marry her, yeah, I don't want to have to be paying you anything. You need to abort. One of the greatest moments I had in my congregation of 28 years, I'll never forget this, It was a day in which seven people were baptized. Three of them 
were adults, and four of them were young children, two of whom had been born pregnant out of wedlock. But the mothers had refused the pressure, and we had talked to them about this, of abortion. And then we were able to help them. Uh, Lutherans for Life, we have places for these women that they can stay. We have food to give them. We have food to, uh, I'm sorry, clothing to provide them. And we also have ways in which we can get them work and put them in a situation where they can do the best they can in raising their children. So I want to be really clear on this. I'm not against the idea of black lives matter, white lives matter, brown lives matter, it doesn't matter what life. But I am against the KKK, whether it's Democrats or Republicans involved in it because of the hate that they have towards blacks and others. And I'm against BLM as a group. I will not support them because of the hate that they have to purge whiteness. So I would encourage you to take a look at the Internet, read your newspapers more, and begin to realize the program that BLM is trying to voice upon our beloved country. I'm Tom Baker. Uh, This is Law and Gospel on Monday. We'll examine a lesson from the following Sunday. Until then, God bless. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.